0: Hey y'all, how are you doing out there? I know that September has been a month for a lot of people in my world, myself included. Lots of self-coaching going on over here. So I just wanted to check in on you. And I wanted to let you know that if you're feeling frazzled, overwhelmed at the end of your rope, any of it, please reach out. Yes. I'm here for coaching, but I am also available for a nudge in a new direction if that's what you need. Reach out. I'm here. That said, it's Wednesday, September 28th, which means we are halfway through enrollment week for Intentional Legacy Creators. If you know that you want more than just a nudge, this is the container for you. We will gather for four months to do the work of connecting with and processing emotions, unraveling and rerouting your reactions, building a deeper connection with your child, building your confidence in your own parenting so you feel more certain of yourself when other people offer their opinions. And then when things feel good, we'll work on deciding what's next. There's so much potential four months, $600, find the link in the show notes, and I'll see you inside. All right, that said, I want to talk a little bit today about the word no. Are you ready? The idea for this episode initially came from a phenomenon I have witnessed in a lot of new parents who are wanting to parent more gently, and that is an aversion to telling their child no. So I thought about calling this episode, the fear of no, but the more I thought about it, the more I had to consider all of the families I've worked with whose children push back against hearing no. So I wanna offer perspective on both sides so you can decide where you and your family land. Okay, we'll start where I started with the fear of no. When my daughter was born, we lived in Boulder, Colorado, a place where many parents are doing their best to be forward-thinking and parent differently. So as she hit the toddler years, I noticed a theme in the words of the parents around me. I try not to tell them no. And honestly, I get where they are coming from. They want their kids to be free to explore, to have the opportunity to just be kids without a world of negativity raining down on them. The misconception, though, is in the idea that there's a problem with the word no. No is actually a very useful word in all sorts of contexts. It is really the intention behind the no that matters. So it makes sense to resist telling your child no if you don't have a good reason for the no. It makes sense to work on the reactions, the anger and frustration that might get paired with a no for your child, but I want you to notice if you feel like saying no is mean. If you feel bad or guilty for telling your child no, even when it's a genuine response. No, we aren't going to be able to do that today. No, I can't let you wade into the rushing river. No, I can't let you chase your ball into a busy street. No, we're not going to buy a new computer. Now, maybe it's easy enough to shrug off the guilt when there is a clear safety issue at play, but think about other contexts. Notice if you have a tendency to say, we'll see when your child asks you a question that is actually a no, because we'll see feels gentler. It not gentler. This is a thought error. The most compassionate thing you can do in these situations is to communicate clearly. No is a clear answer. We'll see is murky. It allows so much room for negotiation and you save everyone a lot of frustration by simply saying no. The trick is you have to believe that there are situations where no is the most compassionate response you can give. If you let yourself go on believing that no is mean, you're going to feel bad saying it, and it's likely that your child will pick up on and react to this. If you believe it's a compassionate response, you feel more compassionate saying it, and it comes across as less abrasive. Your child may be disappointed, but they are less likely to feel hurt or slighted by your response. Make sense? So that's the first context. The flip side is the family with very clear rules and expectations, but a child who pushes back against everything. There are some children who actually need a softer approach. They do not like feeling controlled by others and they push back against structure, rigidity, and no. And this is a sticky situation because mainstream parenting advice tells us that if your child isn't compliant, they need more structure, more limits, a stricter schedule. It works, at least at first glance, for some kids. But it doesn't work for all kids. There are kids who need a softer approach. They need to feel in control and autonomous. And they need to feel this even when the answer is no. Now, this doesn't mean they do better with a wishy-washy, will-see kind of response. It means that they are likely to respond better to a rhythm than a schedule. That they respond better when you say, what shoes do you want to wear to school today? Than they do when you say, time to put your shoes on and go to school. And it means that they do best when you limit your no's to things that are truly non-negotiable, like, I can't let you hurt your brother. And then allow space for them to express their emotions without interfering or shutting them down. In other words, you state your no calmly, compassionately, And then you don't escalate the situation by trying to stop their emotional expression. That's layering no on top of no. And for a kid who pushes back against any no, it's going to create a lot of pushback. So I've given you two different contexts and what may seem like two different messages, but really it boils down to the same thing sometimes no is necessary. Do your best to recognize when that is and reassure yourself that the clarity that no provides is the most compassionate response for all involved. State your no calmly and kindly, and then be willing to hold space for the emotions and potential behaviors that follow. Help them stay safe. But don't escalate the situation by trying to stop them. I hope that this resonates with you and it helps you gain a little bit more clarity in your communication with your child. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I will talk to you in the next episode.